0: As you have the nature of joy, you vote to be rejoicing. But you see, it's not enough to have the nature. You must put your nature to work. Now, because God already promised that he's going to give it us in his world, to the end of days, we have the no cause to be sad. We have every cause to be The number one thing you must pray, is God's voice. God must be able to speak to you at all times. A believer must be in alignment with God. A believer must be able to decode God's voice. Now, if God doesn't just give the word sometimes, He gives instructions. Those instructions are like strategy. Don't just receive the promise in your heart also receive the process so this morning I'm looking at a different breed that is the title of my message a different breed in John chapter 12 verse 12 to 24 to 25 you know believers are a different breed actually when you look at all the things that are going on in the world um, believers are unique you know I'm looking at different kind of things that is happening You know, in the way the Lord has made us, our make is unique. Our, you know, everything concerning us is unique. Like I always like to say, we have the very life of God, the very life of Jesus Christ. We have the spirit of God and then we have the nature of Jesus Christ. With those three things, um, you can do whatever Christ did when he was on the earth. We have the spirit of Christ. We have the life of Christ. And we have the nature of Christ. We could not have had the nature without having the life, and we could not have the spirit without having the nature. You see, He said, "I will give you a new heart, and I will give you a new spirit." So there's nature in place before the spirit was supplied, and then there is life in place before uh, that we partook of heavenly nature. We've partaken of heavenly nature already. We are not going to partake of heavenly nature. We have the heavenly nature now. I'd like you to help me talk to your neighbors. Say you are a partaker of heavenly nature. So you have the nature of Jesus Christ now. Because you have the life of Jesus now. And then you are also filled with the Holy Spirit. So I want you to give me your attention. In John chapter 12, verse 24, this is how it came by. You know, we, we, we were products of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Gospel is summed up, you know, in, that just, in those just words. The death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. So you see that there. That when you plant corn, you reap a lot of corns. So that's what happened. And then in verse 25, look at verse 25. He said, he who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. So he was telling us that, look, I do not love my life more than you. This is a sign that he gave to them. He was prophesying about his death. That when I die and then I resurrect, I'm going to die. All right. And resurrect with sons. I'm resurrecting with you know with living beings. People will be able to also say that God is their father. I am resurrected the way I've always been related. My father is in me and I'm in my father. And then they say, Me and my father, we are one. So when I die and I resurrect. That resurrection brings about a kind of revolution, alright? People have been dead supernaturally or spiritually. Once you respond to the finished work of Christ, once you respond to the redemptive arrangement of Jesus Christ, then you become a living being. Then you have a life-giving spirit living on your inside, so you become a different and a unique breed. And there's somewhere I'm going with this, because there is a way that... You know, we can connect being a different breed, a unique breed, a special breed, all right, you know, with the field of harvest. Because if you are not conscious of who you are or you are not actually, you know, aware that most of the challenges or problems you are running away from, those problems have been sent to you so that you can fix them. Are you getting what I'm saying? They have been sent to you so that you can fix them. You actually have what it takes to fix those problems. You have the nature that can fix the problem. You have the Holy Spirit that can fix the problem. Alright? And then you have the Spirit of God right on your inside, which can empower you, or who can empower you to actually fix the problem. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says that, you know, therefore, if any man be in Christ is a new creation, all right, all things have passed away, and then behold, everything has become new. You can give us amplified version. Alright, give us amplified version. I want to show you something. And then he says in amplified version. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold the fresh and new has come. When the Bible says the old has passed away, it has passed away. Even when you are seeing the reflection of it, it has what? passed away. It's devil that is trying to bring your past into your present so that it can, you know, abort your future. Are you get what I'm saying. So, but you have to be smarter than the devil. The old has passed away. You know, if you check some other versions, it talks. It says we are a, you are know, a special breed, you know, like that. If you check some other, you know, uh, contemporary versions. But let's go to verse 21 because of time. And uh, It says that he made him who knew no sin, you know, to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So you can see my mind is faster than the computer. For he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's the nature that you can now so therefore we are co-repassed with God you know you've been taught that you know Jesus Christ said we should pray that God should send in more laborers he said the work is so plenty but the laborers are what? Few now why he said the laborers are few is because you are part of the people who are few are you getting what I'm saying? so then he's saying that you need help and when God is doing a huge harvest whether in the field in a career field or a business field whatever God is doing he does it in abundance Are you getting what I'm saying? He's a God of abundance. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 says he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what we ask or think according to, you know, the power that works within us. So that means when you think abundance, then your abundance, you know, to God is not abundance. Are you getting what I'm saying? But what he does will surpass what you are thinking for yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you're here, can you say amen? Amen. All right, so he says that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than what you think. So if you think hundred, then he's going to do one million. That is what that scripture is saying. You think hundred, he's going to do one million. All right, you think one million, he's going to do one trillion. He's able to super abundantly, exceedingly do. So I want you to know that he's a God of abundance. Please let me tell your neighbor, say, Our God is a God of abundance. Alright, so you know, there are parents, you know, if you grow up in different families, you know that families that like to buy things in units. Are you getting what I'm saying? They buy things in units. Some people will go to market and buy Maggie and buy it. Are you getting what I'm saying? They buy it's a six months when you say there's lockdown, they are hitting in their home. But there are people that you see is when they want something that they will go for it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then they will buy it in units. So God is not like that. God already have things in book, and he wants to bless us so much, super abundantly. And so let me give you an example. You know, he met Peter toiling all the night. You have heard about the story, Luke chapter 5. Peter was toiling all the night. And then he looked at, he took the boat of Peter, and then he preached. And that's what I said, that your career and your businesses must be a platform that advance the kingdom agenda once it's a platform that grants the kingdom agenda, you will hear an instruction one day that will push you into abundance. So immediately, Jesus Christ, they toiled all night and Peter wasn't really reacting. I said, well, if we have used our boats to catch fish and we couldn't catch, and if somebody wants to now catch human souls, well, we have resorted to faith. He wasn't reacting. He wasn't, he wasn't, you know, like, <clears throat> what do you mean? You, the word, we have been doing business. We have not been making money. And then you are saying that we should be part of um, the kingdom, which kingdom agenda. So, but he allowed Jesus Christ. So, after Jesus Christ ministered and blessed lives, and Jesus now said, okay, now, we can't use your boats and just leave you the same way we met you. And that's one thing about God. He doesn't leave people the same way he met them. In fact, let me tell you, we just say he doesn't leave people the same way he met them. He doesn't leave at all. Praise God. He makes sure that things are always better. So, Jesus Christ told Peter, he said, launch into the deep. And then Peter was like, ah, <laughs> Baba, you be carpenter and a preacher. So, what do you know about fishing? But, you see, nevertheless, at your word. You so see, one of the things that helped Peter was because Peter heard the message that Jesus pre- preached to the crowd. All right? He heard that message, too, and he also developed a measure of faith. All right? You know, to believe Jesus in order to launch into the deep. So they know the hours the fish was used to come. They need to pass that hour. They, they have the, all the technicalities. They have whatever. You see, you can have skills and have technicalities and have this and have that and you are still failing. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you need an instruction. Somebody say an instruction. <laughs> Lift up your right and say I receive an instruction. You see, you are a supernatural being. You must not live all your life depending on the skill that you have acquired. Skills are very fantastic. They are necessary because if you don't have skills, God might not manifest. Is that clear? Jesus Christ told Peter, He said, Go to the fish. We need to pay our tax. The first fish you carry or the first fish you catch, there is a coin in his mouth. Bring it out and pay the tax. Why didn't he send Matthew? Why didn't he send Matthew, the tax collector? The tax collector does not know how to catch fish. And the coin is in the mouth of the fish. Have you ever thought about it? Why didn't he send Luke? Why was it that it was Peter he sent? Because he's the one that he met and he knew how to catch fish. Are you getting what I'm saying? So there is a, when you receive an instruction, it, there, might, there can be money in the mouth of a fish. If you don't have the skill to know how to catch the fish, the money will remain there for you. Though the money is meant for you. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. So you see, I can never speak against skills, acquisition. It's too crucial. In fact, Jesus Christ went for men of skills when he came. Have you noticed he didn't go to the synagogues to go and choose his disciples? There are people who know Bible, Torah, all those things, all those uh, Bebe people. You know, they've always always been Bebe people. (laughs) It's not your generation that is the first one. (laughs) He went into the synagogue and preached to them. He didn't select any of them as his disciples. He went for business guys once and he made sure he met them on their job have you noticed that most of them they will leave their father and they just you know John and James and then they Jesus Christ is a business Jesus praise God aha uh-huh. so he is not looking for somebody who doesn't have you know and you see let me tell you something i've learned something that a church should be run corporate way once it is run if ministry is run corporate you have to act the leadership must be based on people who are on a job. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is the core. That somebody will pastor effectively, the person must have been on a job. I'm, I'm telling you, if that's what Jesus did, and that is the pattern for the scripture, that's the truth. In our ministry, you can't graduate and graduate into our ministry. There's nothing like that. You can and do job. And when we see the traces of your seriousness, then you can do ministry. So I just told you all that as bonus in this message. But this is what I'm trying to tell you: that Jesus Christ do not put, the, do not launch the the net for Peter. Do you know that? So Jesus just told him, "This is an instruction: launch because there's an harvest." Are you get what I'm saying? And that's what God is trying to tell us to launch into the deep, be conscious that there is an harvest. Because if you don't know that the harvest exists somewhere, you won't go there. If you don't know that there's harvest for you now, and you are conscious of it, you will not be mad enough to lay hold on what has been wired for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, despite the fact that Jesus Christ said, launch into the deep, the skill of Peter released the net. He actually told Peter, he said, launch, he said, launch into the deep. That they should launch nets. He said nets. So but they launch one net. And look at the one net they launched into the deep. It caught a net breaking harvest to the extent that they have to call for their partners. Now, I'm not I'm not teaching um, on business, but you see, you can't see God's abundance and not have partners. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. If you are here, can you say amen? amen. I want to to be aware you are are hearing me. Praise the Lord. Uh If you see (coughs) harvest, it's because you have not seen harvest that you have seen (laughs) stingy. You know that only you cannot handle it. And what God does, because Peter has always been like that, if you are not like that, he won't bring the harvest. Yes. You must think of others more than you think of yourself. Is that clear? If you are the type that is so greedy and you want everything for yourself, harvest will not come. You must be conscious that you are a special breed. Nobody, alright, can come and take what belongs to you. You must be conscious that you are a special breed to the point that you know that even through you, others will be blessed. Are you getting what I'm saying? Bible says the other people in the other boats, they were also... You know, closing, they were also tired, probably frustrated, and all that. But when miracle happened in the boat of Peter, they became partners immediately. And you see, this is a word of caution to everybody who fights people in their career world, in their business world. The day you would need them, the harvest will not show up. Because the harvest is going to show up. If the harvest show up and you fight people... God will just uh, if we bring the harvest, the harvest will. You know, there's a way you can be catching so many fish and then the fish catch you, and then you fall into the sea because there are no people to join you to drag, because you fought all of them. Have you to some? I was talking to a lady. She said to me, I just fight. That's this. this I think that's our specialisation. I just ah, pastor, I cannot take shit, man. I fight. I say, okay. I say okay the fight the Bible says we should fight is the good fight of faith are you getting what I'm saying that's the only Bible and it says the fight is even a good one because it's a one by two that you are repeating it's like you are acting a script praise the Lord so you see I'm trying to show you something here that is very important and then so because we are co-reapers with God There are certain things that God cannot do on the earth. Number one, we are soul winners. And then I tell you that for you to be a soul winner, God wants you to live a better life too. So as you harvest souls into the vineyard of the Lord or into the kingdom of God, you also harvest material things, you harvest, you know, um, um, um you harvest uh, financial do you understand financial harvest opportunities and productivity you are doing better in your career you are doing well in your um in your businesses see let me tell you the more influence you have the more you are useful for the kingdom yes the more influence the more money you have if you are in fato, the more you are useful for the kingdom are you getting what i'm saying you hear of a project like this you write a check you are useful for the kingdom because you know it's in your conscious spirit that I exist my businesses everything exists all right for the purpose of the kingdom of God and what that means is this you know that whatever you plant now it goes into eternity are you get, there are people that used to be very rich as in seriously rich now we can't find their trace I mean there's a man in this country I don't need I don't even need to to mention his name so people who are like probably 35 years and above, we have an idea of what I'm talking about. 30 years and above, we have a vivid idea of what I'm talking about. He was the only one in the class of being stupendously rich in this country. Without occupying any position, he would just go to the White House. He asked that kind of, so strong, to the point that if he said Jesus is Lord... There are people that will just naturally be born again. So strong. But you see, when God wants to erase a man, you won't find the trace. If God erases a man, you won't find what? I remember that said that um, God told him on the seashore that he, should, he was in the beach he was praying. And God said he should draw a man. He said, you see where I'm taking you to? He said, can you see what you drew? He said, drew. Okay. And then he cleared it. He said, can you see the way you cleared it and you couldn't see the trace of what you drew? He said, that's the way I will erase you. And nobody will ever know you ever existed. That's why when you see him coming to the pulpit, he first starts by kneeling down. God didn't tell me that, so I'm not kneeling down. You get what I'm saying. But there you see, there are different forms of Humility. See, let me tell you, the man is truly humble. It's not a physical demonstration. When I met him, I realized I was proud. You see, people used to tell me I'm humble. You know when people say that, ah, that pastor is very humble, you know, and all that. You see, when I met him, you see, when a man who was then in his early 70s was referring to a man who was in his early 30s and he was using sir. Ah, how are you, sir? How are you doing, sir? How you? Do you understand? And if me I was proud in his own presence, you are not even born again. Praise God. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You can't even use sir for your mate. I became broken immediately. I saw humility as spirit that eat my my soul. I'm not joking. So what God wants to do is major harvest the harvest is in place you have to see it it's in your boat it's in your career it's in your businesses you must know that you're a different breed and without you being conscious of being a different breed you cannot you know harmonize and be in sync with God in order to actually you know lay hold on the harvest if you got that can you say amen amen Lift up your right hand, everybody. Say, I receive grace to see opportunities, to see harvest. Say, and I seize the harvest. Say, I'm a new breed. I have the nature of Christ. I have the spirit of Christ. I have the life of Christ in me, in the name of Jesus. And I am conscious of who I am in Christ Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. So we new breed. We are his witnesses. We live for him. We glorify him. We preach him. We live for him means our character. We glorify him with our competence. That's what his skills. I had the career people talking about effectiveness and efficiency. Both is a virtue for a believer. Naturally. Without acquiring it in any school. The Holy Spirit is efficient. The Holy Spirit is effective. So we glorify him. Then we preach Him. But I want to zero in on one. We live for Him. That's what I want to zero in. As a new breed, or as a unique breed, or as a pure breed, or as a different breed, we become useful for God because we must be conscious of living for God. So we are God's pure breed. And we must live a life of purity to be useful to God. You see, there is something that... I found out, and I always say it, the lower the resistance, this is in physics, what resistance stands for? In any substance, or maybe you say uh, uh, substance, or let's use maybe appliance or uh, metal or whatever, what resistance stands for is impurities. So that means the voltage wants to pass through a particular, you know, um, Copper or whatever, and then the there is something in that particular copper that is resisting it. So the lower the resistance, the more the rush of the voltage. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you live, you're a new breed, right? But that doesn't mean that you don't have some old stuff. Bible says we are crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, we live. Give us Galatians chapter two, verse twenty. Galatians chapter two, verse twenty to twenty-one. All right. So I know that you are going to be a little quiet this morning because it's old school stuff. I want to teach you. I have been crucified with Jesus, with Christ. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Now, how many of us can say it's no longer I who live? Because almost everything about you, you decide. Yes, almost everything about. We are too sensual. We are too. We can be very intellectual, very intellectual, so smart in our reasoning, highly calculative, and it's very fantastic. There's nothing wrong there. Because God doesn't use people who are not that intellectual, except if he's just going to, you know, move. Because the move of God with people who are not that intellectual cannot be really documented, cannot be preserved. So there's a wisdom. Okay, let me give you an example. All the things that John went through in the highland of Patmos, you know, John documented. You couldn't see things like that. You just, God, let me just stay with you in heaven. If you are reading the book of Revelation, we are reading. Do you know that at the beginning, he told him, the John, that which you see and you hear, pick up a pen and write. You don't write with your spirit, you write with your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? Intellectual. So God needs intellect, He needs intellectual. All right so there's nothing wrong with there with that. there's nothing wrong with being calculative, but we must not always be going ahead of God. Bible says he that is led by the spirit is a son of God. Those who are led by the spirit are sons of God. So we shouldn't be leading the spirit by our mind. So we calculate a love. And that's why people calculate relocation for themselves. They calculate the kind of job for themselves. They calculate the kind of cost for themselves. They calculate the kind of marriage. They calculate the kind of family. There's nothing wrong in having a desire, but you must subject it to the dictate of the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are a new breed. Christ must come first in your heart as a priority. Listen to what I'm saying. Because once Christ cannot flexibly control your heart, then he cannot bring you into a harvest. Because he knows that the harvest will damage you. Alright? He knows that you are not matured enough to handle the kind of abundance he wants to give you. Look, the way you transfer 10,000, 1 million, that's the way 100 billion can be transferred. There's no difference. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's no difference. So, but then there is difference in the way you respond to so 1 million. 1 million. 100 billion. There's a difference. So you cannot be, you you know, you can get 100 billion, and say, mental health, mental health, mental health, mental health. And you see, it's the abundance that God has called you into. The abundance that God has called you into. Entering into 100 billion, and you start, oh, okay, I remember this grammar, we need to remember grammar. You get what I'm saying? We need to turn the. the, the they said there's a way they turn the. It's only God that can deliver Africa. But there's nothing wrong with Africa, not in comparison with the Western world. Though. But I'm just telling you that there are things that we do in Essex. We're not saying you shouldn't remember grammar, but remember grammar on a low key. Don't use harvest that God has given unto you to remember grammar. God has closed the chapter of grammar on the heads. Don't, you see, it was God that told Joshua. He said, Stop all this thing. Moses, my servant. He's my servant, but he's dead. Do you understand what I'm talking about? If those people have the, if they are opportunes to talk to us on the earth, they will first slap us. Why are you remembering me? We need to be talked out of these things. Where did you see it in the scripture? Why do we like practicing things that has nothing to do with the fulfillment of our destiny like this? Don't you know we don't have enough time on the earth? You don't know we don't have enough time on the earth? God told Joshua, he says, all this you can mourn, No problem. But you see, Moses, my servant is dead. If you don't realize that, people will not go into the promised land that I've promised them. Oga? arise. Be courageous and strong. Move people into the promised land. And then they ended the chapter of Moses. Moses, the almighty man of God that parted the Red Sea. I know Moses will have joined the class of them, some go and go. If it happens, if you part, go and part Lagoon and see what will happen. Yes. You'll become a deity. People will come and be sacrificing at your doorstep and be worshipping you. That is the That's humanity for you. Paul got to a place. Something happened. And then people got healed and blah, blah blah and said, Ha, God has come to us in the likeness of men. And then they wanted to start sacrificing. Those guys had to now tear their cloth. He said, You you are you are venus. And this person is Jews or something. He said, We have come. He said, This our gods have come to us in the likeness of men. He said, It all he said, Look, 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 we are men like you. We are men like you, we are men like you before you cobalize us, praise God. Before you cause trouble for us. If you are still here, can you say Amen? Amen. And that's what crucifixion. Crucifixion. You see, he said, "I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live." So living for Christ begins with crucifixion. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you were hung, or let's say you were nailed to the cross, you cannot remember there is a babe somewhere. You know, you can't be in prison. I'll be calling Granocela. You know that. Nailed with Christ. The things that your hands normally touch as buttons, the things that your hands normally touch that causes issues and delay harvest. It's been nailed with the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Leg, everything, crown of tongues. Everything. It's nailed. You are in a position where you everything you are broken. You, everything that is called carnality and flesh has been subdued. Has been subdued. Only spirit. Only your spirit is elated. Empowered by the spirit to be in charge. But Christ lives in me look at that and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the son of God who loved and gave himself for me glory to Jesus Hallelujah. I said, glory to Jesus Hallelujah. some of you you know this kind of message is not new you have heard it before a long time ago it's just that like you need to hear it again you need to hear it again alright 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 19 we are God's pure breed. Let me run now. Let's read this together, everybody. This is in our Bible. Let's read it together. One, two, three, go, everybody. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from. I mean, how can we be talking about harvest and we are talking about departing from iniquity? You won't even be able to identify the feed. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, well, there are people that may not need to depart from iniquity if they are not naming the name of Christ. But you that you name the name of Christ, you must depart from what? Iniquity. And iniquity is a mystery. Iniquity is a mystery. And what the devil does with it is, it allows it to become like an impurity within us so that the power of God won't flow easily. What happened to Peter is that the power came into the boat. Even they know scientifically that fish were not supposed to come that time. But when Jesus Christ is speaking in the life and in the career of somebody, fish will come. I, I don't know if I get what I'm saying. You will get results. When Jesus is speaking in your business, fund will come. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. Most of the challenges that people have with businesses is, I need capital, I need capital, I need capital. Olga, you don't need capital. What you should think you need first is an instruction from God. It is called spiritual capital. Once you have spiritual capital, financial capital will show up. Once you have spiritual capital, every other capital you need. You know that you can even have financial capital and human capital will squander it. You can employ thieves. You can partner with fraudsters. Are you getting what I'm saying? But once you have spiritual capital, even if somebody with all the certificates in the world stands before you to decide partnership, something within you will be telling you, By red alert." That that guy is not who you think he is. Are you getting what I'm saying? Spiritual capital. Why entered the boat of Peter is spiritual capital. Instruction. Ministry cannot function by just organization, structure. You can do structure around zero. Listen, spiritual capital is the cocoa. In your privacy, you nurture the spiritual capital. When you read Bible, you are building that capital. You are building on it when you pray in the Holy Ghost. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you're a special breed. So what they want to do is to take you off The plan of God. He said the foundation of God stands sure. The Lord knows those who are his. Let everyone who names the name of God depart from iniquity. God wants you to enter into a consciousness of a sanctified life. So that easily it can flow through you. What I'm telling you is true. Go to the next verse. Verse 20, it said, but in the great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some of honor and some of dishonor. So you have clay dishonor, you have wood honor, you have um, um, gold dishonor, you have gold honor. Now, I don't have all the time to go into that details. You see that? So there he said, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, that's the dishonor. So what impurity, you know, happened, uh, caused in our life is to mix us to become so dishonoring, all right, to the blessings and the grace of God in our life, whereas we are still new breed, whereas we are still believers. See, people will tell you that. Look, that people say it. that, I mean, the grace of God is there, you make heaven, you know, I mean, I mean, you are not perfect, nobody is perfect, you know, you know everybody is struggling. I mean, I want you to know, even your pastor is struggling, your GO is struggling. Look, don't live your life based on what people are saying. Don't even if your GO is struggling, must you be struggling? Why do you console yourself? And uh, you see, some say, uh, he said the heaven is falling, it's not a matter of one person. Uh-uh. Am I the only one in this country? Dollar is rising. Muslim, came and said, Please, bring me food. Can you serve me? Let me eat as long as I'm still alive. Uh, there is nothing wrong with you relaxing and all that. But then you must know that you mustn't live your life in comparison with any other person. What he told Peter was different from what he told John. What he told Matthew was different. You, have you ever seen the scripture? God deals with people individually. Though he deals with people collectively too, but individually. It was when he was ready with Moses that he got him to go and lead people out of Israel. People were not ready. Moses was not ready. You know the promises and the prophecy was 400 years. Do you know they didn't live until 430 years? They didn't live. They didn't live until 430 years. They extended it by themselves by 30 years. You know what it means for God to have promised you something and you are extending it by 30 years? Hmm? A whole 30 years. So you, you see what it say. Therefore, if anyone cleanses, cleanses himself from the latter. Now, nobody is going to cleanse you. You are going to cleanse yourself. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must identify the impurities in your life and get rid of it. Hmm. I'm happy this morning. It looks more like God catch all of us this morning. Look at it. From the latter, it will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful. It will not just be a vessel for honor. Look at it. It says sanctified and useful for who? For who? For the, for the master. Have you heard people saying this statement? He's doing well for himself. Have you heard it before? And we join people saying all kinds of things. There's nothing wrong if you have a pure motive that you are doing well for yourself. You shouldn't do well for yourself. You should do well for the master. Can you see the master there? He's doing well for himself. I can show you the scripture where Bible says you shouldn't live for yourself, and you live for the master. So you ask, why is he doing? Why are you doing CFA? You say, I want to do well for myself. All right. So why are you going to that school abroad? The Ivy League school. You say, I want to do well for myself. All right. Have everything mapped out. Prepared for every what? good work once you are useful for the master you are prepared for every good work you'll be part of the harvest you see god is searching in the body of christ looking for the spirit he can trust with a great idea looking for the spirit he can trust with a great what he can trust with resources god is not in lack are you getting what i'm saying god is not in lack God has so much that he wants to take care of his children and give them enough opportunities to access resources and be able to push the kingdom of God and expand it on the earth. But you see, the state of our hearts needs sanctification. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that's very important. Go to verse 22. Flee also youthful lusts, But pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a what? Pure heart. You see, you pursue righteousness, peace, and you don't even, some people are struggling with youthful lust, and they are pursuing lustful people. He said, pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So that means you fellowship with a pure breed like yourself. So that you don't get become isolated and then you don't get into trouble. Do you get what I'm saying? So impurity or living a, living a sinful or lawless life affects harvesting and hinders the flow of God's power. Let me show you in the scripture. Isaiah sixty two, verse eight to nine. All these things I'm saying, it will be clear to you now. Let's be very fast with it. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the hand of his strength, surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies. So he was allowing enemies to take over their grains before. And the sons of the foreigners shall not drink your new wine for which you have labored. You see some Lebanese coming into Lagos to gather out the wealth of Lagos and the boys who were born and raised in Lagos are looking. The sons of the foreigners. Can you see it here? Can you see it here? and you join the group of people getting angry at those guys the way they misbehave, can you take over from them? Can you be trusted with a factory and not go for for ceremony? Can you be trusted with a factory and be there by 7.30 a.m.? And not close until 10? And even after you have closed in your house, you are still with a computer? Can you be trusted with those kind of resources? Can you be trusted with factories and not be jumping from one party to parties, doing babes as you are doing babes, you are doing mamas, as we are doing mamas, we are doing, mamas, we, are doing mamas we are doing grandmas. Can you be trusted? See, let me, there are things that you don't know exist in you now. It's once you get into a level that you know that, mm, so I've been hiding this thing. People say power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. The reason why you are cool and calm now is because maybe you are just in the realm of peripheral millions. If you just branch into 500 million You know your character can change 2 billion Everybody you have been praying together You just start seeing, looking at them and say These people oh, we are more. You see when pastor was prophesying I was the only one that knew The heart of the spirit Pride today Man of God Someone say, man, the God. Man, the When pastor said, we should sow, you say, I quickly moved. I sowed my whole, my whole salary." Can you see the breakthrough? Can you see the breakthrough? How many people born on church as a, when pastors speak like that, I just move. <laughs> you see, you see, the devil is waiting for you. You can't even be blessed and now be looking down on the collective. Because you are blessed because of the collective. Yes, the reason why Moses was called was because of the Israelites. Can you see that God punished him? today they get angry with the Israelites? That's why the Israelites were very hard, stiff-necked, terrible people. You know Israelites? Moses! Oh, you look Why didn't you check the map before we came to this side of Red Sea? You know, you will have asked. I mean, even if you don't have the Atlas, you know Atlas map, why can't you use Google Map? How come you took us to this? Those are the things, we, because Bible says they were more money. Those are the things they were saying. Israelites, God parted the sea. They saw the the whole sea like this like wall and they went through on the dry ground. They needed water. They started speaking anyhow. They push. Bible says Moses was the meekest. <laughs> you know Bible says he's the meekest. <laughs> the meekest. <laughs> they 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 push him to the wall. <laughs> People can push the meekest if you are the meekest. You know sometimes you say, the meekest got angry <laughs> God told him he said speak to the rock so that people can take water because he was hungry with them he just went to go and hit the rock when psalmist was singing in the realm of the spirit you know psalmist there Hmm. he said it was the rock Jesus God was the rock that followed them God said speak to me and then there will be water then he went to go and hit God (laughs) Jesus said yeah (laughs) Jesus Christ said on this rock (laughs) the church will be built you hit the rock He said, speak to the rock. Do you know know Moses lost promised land because of that? He couldn't enter. And then you have to humble yourself. Sometimes when you are called like Joshua, it's because a man fumbled It's an extension of a man's calling. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are callings that are not fulfilled in the realm of the spirit. Some of you just take that responsibility and fulfill it. Probably there are Africans that are supposed to build factories. Probably there are Africans that are supposed to employ thousands of people, and they failed. They failed their generation, and God still wanted to happen. You can imagine God counting on you, and you are playing ludo. (laughs) Or what do you play now? Ah, no, no. Look at it. But those who have gathered it shall eat it, and praise the Lord. Those who have brought it together shall drink it in the in my holy court. So he's talking about harvest. Now I want you to understand why was he talking about their enemy. Go to Deuteronomy. The Let me show you this this thing. That eight to nine. You understand it better. That I won't I will no longer give your wine to the foreigners. Give your this to the foreigners. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 28. You know chapter 28. Chapter 28 starts with blessing and ends with curse. (laughs) But most of the time we specialize in reading the blessings. But let's learn from the causes. Let's look at verse 15. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully, you see you are not living a sanctified life. Let's just summarize it. Go to verse 31. Quickly, verse 31. Your horse shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Your donkey shall be violently taken away from before you and shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies and you shall have no one to rescue them. Can you see that? Verse 32. And it says, Your sons and daughters, and daughters shall be given to another people and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long and there shall be no strength in your land. In your hand. He said, a nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land. Can you see that? And the produce of your labor. And you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually for living a dishonoring life. You you think, think that's not enough. You know, in John chapter 15, I don't want to read this. In John chapter 15, verse 1 to 5. Okay, let me read it so that you know most of the time believers now we don't really read the scripture, but let's read it. I, I just have like five, ten minutes. Let's let's quickly rush through it. John chapter fifteen, it says verse one. He says, I am the vine and my father is the vine dresser. Yes? And it says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Can you see prunes there? So what does pruning mean? Huh? Slim fits you, right? (laughs) You know, pruning. He said that when you are bringing forth fruits, God will be dealing with you. God will be dealing with you. When you are comfortable praying for one hour or 30 minutes per day, God says that once you have more millions, then you increase it to two, two hours. The more influence you are having, the deeper you go with Him. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that you can sustain. He prunes you. What you like doing, maybe you can't do without reading newspaper. It tells you in the next three months, stop reading newspaper. God will deliberately tell you he said, don't subscribe. Don't, don't even try to subscribe because I need your attention on something. Are you getting what I'm saying? Whether data or DSTV, don't subscribe. <laughs> because deliberately, he prunes you. He prunes you. That's the life we are supposed to be living. Not that we are living to just hope to get something from God all the time. We have to live for him. He prunes you. Now, I don't have time to talk. So look at what he says. He says, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. That he may bear more what? He may bear more what? More harvest. So, the power of sanctification is pruning. You see, it, it sanctifies you, cleanses you, and then separates you, so that you can bring more fruit. Okay, let me read this to you. Matthew chapter 13 verse 24. We need to quickly read this. He's talking about the parable of the wheat and tears. You remember that parable? Let's read for verse 24. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in the land, in his field. In his field. Now, go forward fast. Verse 25. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. Yes? And then he says, But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tears also appeared. Hmm. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tears? Yes. He says, he said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us us then to go and gather them up? That is to do weeding and all that. He said, but he said, No, lest while you gather up the tears, you also uproot the wheat with them. Hmm. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, first gather together the tears and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my word, into my barn. Now, I want us to get the meaning. Go to verse 36. Verse 36 says, verse 36, quickly. He said, then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house and his disciples came to him. Say, explain to us the parable of the tears of the field. Yes, he said, he answered and said to them, he who sows the good seed is the son of man. All right, that Jesus Christ, the field is the word. The field is the word. Look at it. The good seeds are the sons of the kingdom. The good seeds are the what? The sons of the kingdom. So a special breed. Look at it. But the tears are the sons of the what? The wicked one. So anywhere you, the anywhere devils notice that the will of God is being done, and then the, the move of the Spirit is there, whether in career, whether in business, whether in ministry, devil also wants to come and plant his own agents there, and that's what they say. And God is now saying, let's allow all of them to be going together. Let all of them be going to the church. Let all of them be in the economy. And you get what I'm saying? In the time of harvest, we'll separate them. Now look at it. It says, the enemy who sold them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the what? The angels. Praise God. Now go, go on, go on. The, the reapers are the end. Therefore, as the tears are gathered and burnt in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. Yes. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will gather out of the, of his kingdom all things that are offend. And those who practice lawlessness. Can you see that? Then he said, "And we cast them into the furnace of fire; there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth." <laughs> gnashing of teeth. Verse forty-three. Let's stop here. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. He who has here, yes, let him. Uh, he who has yes to hear, let him what? Somebody say, I hear. I hear. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. So those are the consequences of living a sinful life. You miss harvest, you miss being ripped, you miss opportunities and you see that things are dragging. You know, there is a struggle in the business, there's a struggle in the career. It's not because, you know, God is wicked. It's you that you are disallowing the flow of his power. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are the one disallowing the flow of his power. Most of the times, angels are waiting for our command and you are not praying. You are not giving any command. And because the angels are not working, then demons are working. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you have to know and be conscious that you are a pure breed and you must live your life uh, being a pure um, somebody. Praise God. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 24, it says, Fear God. Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 24. And then you give us 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse. Look at it. They do not say in their hearts, let us now fear the Lord. Let us now fear the Lord our God who gives rain, both the former and the latter. In his season, he reserved for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. But it takes the fear of the Lord to take and lay hold on what has been appointed. Can you see there? The fear of the Lord. Look at your neighbor. Say, fear God. Fear God. (laughs) you talk to five people, say, fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. God. Uh, So, you know, let me tell you, beyond being religious, beyond being spiritual, harvest is at stake. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are destinies that are suffering because you are not fearing God. You have to see it that way. Nigeria is what it is because Christians don't fear God. Look, let me tell you something in camera. It's in camera. If you see holy people gather together, they can dethrone a king. You can pray king out. You can pray king in. Did you get that parable? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't have to wait for one house to arrange impeachment. You can legislate an impeachment in the realm of the spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? God. We are talking about God. Somebody can sleep and not wake up. God. 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 Except if we, if people if we have people if we are of the Bible, forget it. There's nothing God cannot do. Let me quickly read this. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse three to eight. Powerful Thessalonian. <laughs> bomb, bomb is about to come. Oh, sleep. Just watch. Let's read it together so that it can enter everybody. Yes, one, two, three, go. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. Yes? That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of loss like the Gentiles who do not know God. So don't live like people who don't know God. Yes? That no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarn you and testify. Yes? For God did not call us to uncleanness But in holiness Therefore he who rejects this Does not reject man but God Who has also given us His holy what Somebody say I have the Holy Spirit Spirit. Now go to chapter 5 Verse 12 Chapter 5 verse 12 Let's read together everybody One two three go And we hold you brethren To recognize those who labor among you And howover you in the Lord, and I admonish you, yes, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourself. Can you see that? Be at peace among yourself. This thing can hinder harvest. Next verse. Now we exhort you, brethren: One, those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. One, those who are unruly. Next verse. See that no one renders evil for evil to pause there. You see, you see, in that they want to do nonsense with me. I give them the peace of my mind. See, there are certain things that is God that will step in and avenge. You can't even perfectly handle the situation by yourself. See that you no one renders evil for what? Evil to anyone, yes, but always pursue. But always pursue what is good both for yourself and so you see now you exist because of all. And all also exists because of you. Because whatever happens to you happens to her. Do you get that? Be it good or the opposite of good. If you are here, can you say amen? amen. Let me mention some of the impurities. Can you tell me some of the challenges we have and we face now? You know, different generations face different challenges. Can you mention some of them? I want you to mention some of the impurities, some of the challenges that we battle with now. Anybody? Strife. Somebody says strife. Any other person? Pride. 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 Okay? Any other person? Just raise your hand. Hmm? Bitterness. You said? Competition. Competition. (laughs) You said? Greed. Immorality. Any other one? Lust. Covetousness. Rebellion. Yes? <laughs> Somebody says stiff nakedness. And you know in the New Testament is stubbornness. Have you ever seen some ladies who say me I can be very stubborn? No. And you know people glory in nonsense. Me, I just, I can't do stubborn. No? He's, 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 he's talking about it like it's hereditary. Passionately talking about negative things. Yes, let's mention more. There are plenty of yes. distraction, yes. temptation, uh-huh. unfaithfulness. unfaithfulness. You say? Yes. Frivolities. Hmm. Vanity upon vanity. You know, have you seen it online? When people say uh, they are spending money and say, uh, somebody will now come and say, this is vanity. If, if it's vanity, I want divinity. vanity. <laughs> have you ever heard that before? That even if it's vanity, I want vanity, I beg. <laughs> you know, I don't know why mental health issues are now plenty. Because people laugh more than before. Because of the, this phone. <laughs> People now smile. People comedy everywhere. You know, Nigerians, we are naturally comedian. Yes, all of us. We just have some people who are professionals. But all of us are just comedy. Any little thing that happens, you start seeing people. You need to read comments at times. You read comments like that, you laugh. That was this one thing. But why did he get. How did he come to this conclusion? How did he come. <laughs> Oh! I read the news recently. Somebody was tied because he was $4.17 million. Probably you saw it. And then the person who tied him for 24 hours dealt really with him, the creditor. So they arrested him. When I read the comments, somebody said, you know sometimes I, people are intelligent in this country. And I, someone said that. What of if we are not able to pay all the money we are getting for China? China. <laughs> you know it was early this morning Despite if I was doing spiritual things I was playing songs I was kaka, ba, ba, ba. when I saw it like this ha, 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 I started laughing really? it, but what I told you be China buying totally alone, <laughs> <laughs> that's why somebody says suffering and smiling and you are like that and it's one of the things that is really happening also because I thought that a lot of people have committed suicide if you know what is happening in this country if you know what is happening in this country, ah, you wait for me to say I want to hear the will of God before to know where I'm relocating. You'll have relocated if it's, if it's Bene. <laughs> I was in Oshun State. Let me give you an idea. I was in Oshun State, the former governor of Oshun State. I was speaking to the secretary of the local government there. We're talking. He said with what we are going through now. He said, you don't know. That was like two years ago. He said the former governor mortgaged all the local governments. He said the local governments are all in debt in 2027. Ah. <laughs> Do you know what the person there is doing? Maybe that one is the 2050. <laughs> Demons are in position of leadership. You don't understand. Yes, sir. Heartless people yes, sir. and believers are seated. Or more. even if you relocate, you relocate like Jacob you are coming back oh. yes, <laughs> because you can't leave this world like this yes, no, no, no uh, do you want me to show you in the scripture He said you will build ruined places desolate places there is no health sector doctors are striking do you know the meaning? you know, it's like they put you in a vacuum where there is no oxygen. That's what it means for doctors to be striking. Do you know police have strike before? They've gone on strike before. Police. <laughs> Do you know court was on strike recently? They just resumed. Yes, Who is not striking it? We even want presidency on strike. Any presidency can go on strike. Listen. Let's live a sanctified life so that we can take our place. I hope you heard what I said. Let's live a sanctified life so that we can go and take our place. We have mentioned most of the things fraud, lies, unforgiveness. If you see lie in the mouth of sister, in the mouth of brother, it will just come out <laughs> Gossip, hypocrisy, we just have time for nonsense. Stubbornness, lack of commitment, all kinds of issues. Well, let me read these three things, and that's how you'll be free from imp- impurities. Repent of all of them. Number one, repent of all sins and receive forgiveness from God. You don't ask for forgiveness, you receive it. Forgiveness is in place. Are you getting what I'm saying? First John 2, 1-2. Two. Number two, ask for mercy and grace to be freed and empowered above sin, above Satan, above lost, above all kinds of jabajanties. <laughs> Romans chapter 6, verse 14. He said, "You, since I no longer have dominion over you, for you are no longer under the what? Under the law, you are under grace." The last one: pray against demons, combating and polluting you, and even our spiritual family. Second Corinthians chapter ten, three to five. Sin is a spirit. Impurity is a spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have to stand up. Against it, is that clear? It's a spirit. And if you believe that lack is a spirit, then what is causing lack is a spirit, what is injuring prosperity is a spirit. Is that clear? That song is playing in my mind vanity upon vanity. All is a believer does not live a life of vanity. Have all the money in the world is not vanity. Listen to me. Don't say it's vanity. It's not vanity. You know why? Because whatever a believer does with resources is eternal. It's eternal. If you affect people's lives with resources, it's eternal. If you give people jobs. One one of the employers in church one time just called me. Zinabu, he just called me and said, Pastor. He said, you know what gives me joy the most about my business? I realize that families have been taken care of. He said one of, the, one, of my, one of my employees came to the office with her two children, and I saw the way they were running around and they were happy and they were, and he felt fulfilled because what is giving a living in that family is coming from his business. That's a businessman. That's a businessman. But the mother must be rendering value in your business, so, not because she just. <laughs> They to bring God their children to come and consume all your capital. Are you still here? The harvest is for you. Look at your neighbor. Say the harvest is for you. Say I'm a co-reaper with God. Say I'm a combined harvester. Say I harvest productivity. I harvest resources. Say I'm a king on the earth. Say I'm a priest unto God. If you believe that, can you say amen? So you live a sanctified life. Is that a clear message? Yes, Let's rise up. We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's word and impartation of God's Spirit by Pastor Tokwe Awufisayo. brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact zero eight zero three five eight five. 8047 or send a mail to admin at communioncc.org. You can also download more messages for free at www.communioncc.org. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny in Jesus' name. Amen.